We did it! Yeah! Why are we celebrating, Simon? Because we reached 1,000 Instagram followers, and you should know that because you do literally all of the Instagram posts. Woo! Now, boys, our next milestone goal is to reach 1,000 listeners on the podcast. So do not forget to like, comment, share, smash that motherfucking yeah, like we're button. We're only 120th of the way there. Yes, please thousand followers which is more followers than i've ever gotten on anything yes and i still haven't gotten them because i don't run the instagram account but you fool lane good job you did it speaking of instagram how about last night they kicked me off i was because because they said they said i i gave my password to somebody to increase my number of likes and followers which i did not do and they're like and this goes this goes against yeah like last night i was like just going through like the podcast is Instagram, you know. Did you my, get it, like, banned or something? No, 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 no. Okay. No, getting my engagement up, and they, like, told me to switch the password, and so I did, and then, like, it wouldn't let me, and then I did it, and then it kicked me out, so the account changed its password, and then wouldn't let me get back in there to log in, so I had to, like, delete the Instagram app off my phone, and then re-download the, download the so entire weird. thing. I was, like, I was, like, freaking out. I was, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, because I was, like. Congratulations I, on hitting a 1,000 followers <laughs> to celebrate. We're deleting your account. <laughs> Yeah, Instagram, I mean, I think every Instagram page, in order to gil- build up some of the following, does, you know, the whole follow for follow thing, which is cool. You know, you got, first of all, you got to be on that grind. Mm-hmm. Every day. Uh, yeah, grinding every day. And also, it helps build a community. You're mm-hmm. helping out fellow creators. I do think there's a point where you need to stop, though, because the other day uh, on Instagram, I liked a post by this DJ about how he did a collaboration with another DJ called Nonsense. And after I liked the post, a few hours later, I got a notification saying Nonsense followed me. I looked at his account, and he's got, like, 11,000 followers. And at that point, I think that's the point where you gotta... Just stop. stop. Like, you have verified followers. You have fucking Diplo following you. We actually have a verified follower. We do. Yeah, we do. Wow. some, like, foreign singer. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) But still. Yeah. So, But this guy had, like, Diplo following him, all these big-name DJs following him, and he's still doing follow for follow. So, Lane, when we get to 11,000, that's the point that we're going to have to... No, I think the point we have to stop is when we get enough followers that we actually get sponsored post. Good point. That's Instagram. Speaking of followers, you're not going to care about this, but I'm going to care about this because I'm a huge wrestling fan. Okay. So, I actually... Um, one of the old wrestlers, his podcast. He has a podcast? Followed me. Fucking everybody has a podcast. Yeah, dude. Dude, that's awesome, though. Yeah, it, yeah. I, like, made sure, because I wanted to make sure it wasn't, like, a, um, like, a fake account. Or whatever. Yeah. But I looked, and I Googled everything, and I, like, look, it's, it's, it's him. That is really cool. And I cool. was just like, fuck yeah, dude. I bet he was waiting for you to follow him yeah. so that he could unfollow you. Like, <laughs> no, that's no, how I felt when nonsense he's still following followed me. me. Oh, dude, he's that's cool. He's still following me. That's cool. Yeah, I think I yeah, followed him first. It, it's, and it's crazy to see how far this podcast has come over a few months, because, like, right now, we're averaging about, like, five to seven listeners every single day, which is five to seven more listeners than I expected when we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was really nervous starting out the podcast, because I've always been really self-conscious about my speaking voice, because when I was in fourth grade... 
they had they uh were like hey you know all those words that you've been saying throughout your entire life so far mm-hmm. yeah you've been pronouncing half of them wrong and we waited until now to tell you so it's like you stupid idiot yeah so once a week you're gonna go into a special class to learn how to talk and i had to learn how to pronounce the s noises so for the first like Slithery, eight years of my name. life i was pronouncing my own name wrong how are you pronouncing your name simon simon yeah some guy i'm simon yeah <laughs> So, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be making fun of you. Yeah, well, Lane, you, I'm sure you're uh, familiar with speech therapy. Well, how did you, how did you know that? It's, I we think you mentioned did, it in the first episode. We definitely didn't just discuss this before we started recording. Yeah, recording. definitely. And we also definitely didn't make a brief mention of it in one of our first episodes. No, I didn't talk talk about like speech impediment class. I talked about like speech as like public speaking. Oh, yeah. but talk about speech impediment class. When I was when I was when I was a little boy. Um, when I was a young, a young boy, boy, my father said, Lane, you can't pronounce your R's, so we're gonna <laughs> put you in speech impediment class. You, no. Yeah. So, um, I couldn't pronounce, first it was, first it was T-H and R, but I eventually got the T-H sound. Mm-hmm. It's like, Thymon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> be Thymon. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but then it became the R, and I was in there for, for years, because, the way they wanted me to pronounce it was so dumb. They wanted me to take the back of my tongue and put it on the... Now I feel like I'm going to be self-conscious about my R's. The, <laughs> the roof of my mouth. And I would put it there, and they'd be like... They want me to say, like, the red rabbit jumped over the roof. Like, that sounds That, sounds, that right. sounds okay. That's me just talking normal. But yeah. I'd be like... And they wanted to be, like, exaggerated, too. They'd be like, the red rabbit jumped over the roof. And I was like... No, they also wanted me to, like, do that, like, in, like, day-to-day life, too. Like, whenever I'm at, like, whenever I'm sitting with my family and I'd be, like, I'd be, like, Mom, instead of be, like, Mom, can you pass the pepper? I'd, they'd be, like, I'd be, like, Mom, can you pass the pepper? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, for me, it wasn't that bad. I think they have you exaggerated so you, like, get the muscle memory of doing the sound right. When the muscle I... memory is wrong, though, like, <laughs> I mean, my R's were fine. I, um... I never practiced outside of speech class, um, but then one day in eighth grade, like over the course of a week or something, it just suddenly clicked, and it was really weird. And it was suddenly like, it's I like guess riding, I don't need speech class anymore. So like riding the end a of bike, huh? It's like riding a bike. Exactly. It's like I didn't get it. I was like, how the hell do people actually close their teeth to make an S noise? Do you think after like a certain like grade they just don't have that class anymore like Probably. once you reach like seventh grade if you don't know how to talk it's just like well hey it took you until i was done with eighth grade you're, Shut out, the fuck you're, up. Out of, you're out of luck buddy have fun having speech impediment for the best year because we're no. like loser yeah after uh, after speech impediment class you get to take speech in class public speaking public speeching public speeching public speaking i took a public speaking course in community college uh my second semester there. And the instructor for that class was interesting. Uh, so the first day of classes, she did the whole, like, oh, we're, we're going to do an icebreaker to Gosh. get all the students so we can all get to know each other. And the idea was, like, so you're going to partner up with the student next to you, and you're going to fill out this questionnaire, and then you're going to go up to the front of the class, and instead of talking about yourself... You're gonna talk about. The I did that. Other I did that in like tenth grade, dude. I remember that. Yeah, I did this in college. So. 
and it seemed fine. Like, okay, whatever, it's an icebreaker, I'll get through it. And then I look at the paper and notice some of the questions are things like, what is your biggest regret in life? <laughs> what brings you great shame? <laughs> what is something that you don't want your parents to know about you? Like, fuck. If I don't oh want my God. parents to know this, I don't think I'm going to want a bunch of random strangers to know this. Uh, and uh, the, the worst one was the very last question was, are you single? And if so, are you looking for a relationship? <laughs> Not is, even kidding. Is this Match.com? <laughs> Jeez. And she was like, well, I know that you college kids are always having that on your mind. So college I kids always, you college kids always want to be fornicating. So I'm going to help you out a little bit. Yeah. And so Dude, I went up wait, to... Wait, 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 wait. Did anybody just be like, hey... I don't want to answer these. This is just like your name, your major, and a fun fact about yourself. So Simon, electro-engineering, uh, I'm a DJ. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah, so it's like I ended up talking to this whole class about this girl I'd been partnered up with. And she gave, I mean, props <laughs> to her, but she gave very honest answers. <laughs> when it got to the question about, like, what's your biggest regret in life, she said... Well, I think my biggest regret in life is cutting off my father from my life. Oh my god. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I had to get up in front of the class. <laughs> I had to tell these strangers. Yes, um, Megan's biggest regret in life <laughs> is Cutting her father off from her life. Okay, next question. <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> that was uh, my first day of speech. The final for speech class, by the way, uh, was you had to give a speech. The final for speech class is you had to reconnect Megan with her father. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, it involved a speech, of course, in speech class. Um... And the twist, this speech had a twist. The twist was, you didn't know what your topic was going to be until you got up in front of the class and she would give you a topic. And if you said, uh, or um, or anything like that, uh, you got shot with a Nerf gun. So naturally, about five words in, I got shot with a Nerf gun. That's your final? That was our final. Dude, is your teacher a supervillain? Holy I, I think she might have been. So, I just like... I just like the idea of just, like, this Megan chick just having all this, like, bottled up anger and getting this questionnaire and being like, finally, I can release it. Honestly, she was a really great person, and Megan wasn't her real name, but she was a really Obviously. great person. She was a volunteer firefighter, which I respect a lot. So shout out to Megan, listen who's to not actually named Megan. And also tell your dad to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Have you told your dad to listen to the podcast? Uh, no, my dad can get die in a hole. Nice. So that was public speaking class. I already touched about my public speaking class in like one of the first episodes. Yeah, you weren't allowed to make tiger blood energy drink. Yeah, no, I th yeah, like I'm bringing it up again. What really bothered me is like she said it had to be air quotes endorsed by a celebrity. So like <laughs> we had to just like make it up. Yeah. But like the fact that I was like Charlie Sheen is a celebrity, regardless of whether or not his morals are like good or bad. 
he's still a celebrity. Yeah. You know, he makes a ton of money, and she's like, he's not a celebrity. Not, but, not. I don't like who he is as a person. Just he's not a celebrity. And, but imagine though, if she did let you use the Charlie Sheen example, and then about a week after giving your presentation in class, you get a letter in the mail. It's a cease and desist from Charlie, Charlie Sheen's Sheen. lawyers. You are not allowed to use Charlie Sheen's name or likeness in your promotion of Tiger Blood Energy Drinks. Like, I haven't made any money off of this. How did you find me? I wanted to be a lawyer when I was a kid. Ew. Because I was really good at arguing. Are you? Because you're not really arguing me saying you're not good at arguing. But go ahead and tell me about uh, wanting to become a law I student. I wanted to become a law student. And then I realized that the law is, is boring and yeah. lawyers are scumbags. Fuck the law. Yeah, dude. Honestly, wa watch this. I'm going to break the law right now. Heck! Oh my god, Lane, quick, there's a cop Oh god! Here. Simon, help! <laughs> That's a callback to one of our first episodes. You. Uh, Who want to hear a story about about the sports grill? Um, sure. I've definitely wait. What's the sports grill? You've never talked about the, the sport, sports grill in any capacity. The sports before. grill cranberry is um, they have really good food, but their owner's a piece of shit. I used to obviously work there, and I was a host, and the host job was to handle like all the to-go orders. Yeah, and we would get tipped. Whenever we got tipped, the host got to you know keep that nice so one time our the drawer was like i don't know how it happened the drawer was like 20 dollars short oh man so i ended up like owing them money owing them 20 bucks and i just kept on forgetting to bring it in like i genuinely yeah. let me roll that up i just because i just kept forgetting mm. and it was the funniest thing one time <laughs> i got a tip it's like this lady just like gave me like two dollars or whatever because yeah. it's like it's sipping on a to-go order like you don't even have to do it it's just being yeah. nice and I was like, all right, cool, thank you. And then the manager came over, and very rightfully so, just, like, yanked it out of my hand. Because, like, I owed the, I owed the house money. Like, I, yeah. so he just kind of yoinked and just, like, pocketed it. But the lady didn't oh. know what was going on. So from her view, she thought the manager was just taking my tips. Damn. And so she was just like, excuse me. That was for him. Honestly, good and, on her though for sticking and, up. For exactly, a hundred percent. But here's the thing: is he like frantically was like trying to explain <laughs> what was going on, and I'm in the background just being an ass. I'm just like, he just keeps taking my tips. I work like ten hour days every day, and I just like <laughs> just want some extra money. Yeah, it sounds like your manager was a real scumbag. I mean, the way he like the way he went about doing it was like he was in his right to do so, but he could have done it better. He could have like pulled me aside afterwards and been like, "You got to give yeah. that to me." But well, the whole his, it was dumb of him to be like right in front of the customer. Like literally as she handed it to me. It's yeah. Like, ben, you stupid moron. Well, speaking of scumbags, thanks for uh, helping out my segue there, Lane. Hey, no problem. Thanks speaking for Speaking of scumbags, uh, fucking pickup artists. Ooh. Garbage people. Ooh, I don't pay for those goods and services because I'm not lonely. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for anybody who does because they must be in a really bad spot in life. For anybody who's never heard the term pickup artist before, which is hopefully nobody, because it's uh wait yeah hopefully, hopefully everyone has heard of it yes. But it's these people who think there's an art to picking up women. Yeah, dude. Uh, women are objects, dude. You just gotta finesse them good enough. Yeah, I, I saw this one video where a guy 
was trying to give uh, give people the secrets to uh, to picking up women and getting any girl you want. And the guy in the video, I'll admit, was very attractive. He had a very good face. But the first thing he said in the video was like, you don't need to be attractive. You can be ugly as fuck and still pick up women. <laughs> There's hope. <laughs> Wait, so all you incels out there, you like, have hope. I just, I just want to say this for like comedic effect. Can you like send me the link? Just for like, <laughs> just for like comedic effect. Sure, man. Cool. Can I borrow your credit card too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this guy's like, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna go and you're gonna get your boys. You're gonna go and get your boys. You're gonna go hit the club. Question. Yeah. What, uh, what oh, I, I thought you were going for a high no, five. No, my hand is up. Yes. Question. What if I don't have any boys? Uh, then you're fucked, I guess. Oh. There, what there needs to be is a, there needs to be a pickup artist for, for like boys to have as friends, like boyfriends. <laughs> there needs to be pickup artists who'd be like, "This is how you get friends." That's I would pay for that. Service. Oh, I thought you meant like a gay pickup artist. Well, I'm sure those exist too, but. Dude, there should, should be there that. should be pickup artists what? that teach you how to get friends because I feel like I need that and then maybe when I get good at picking up friends I can go and uh, pick up women. <laughs> Aren't you gay? <laughs> yeah, but I mean the pickup artist says that I gotta pick up women. Ah, so he's right, he does. So Anyways. in this video, he uh, he's like, you're gonna get your boys and you're gonna go to the club and you're gonna show up. And you're gonna start walking around the club like you're a super sexy tiger. It's like, that's odd <laughs> phrasing. You could have just, you could have said tiger. You could have said, like, you're super sexy. But he said super <laughs> sexy tiger. tiger. Uh, and he's like, in fact, <laughs> no, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you're, like, walking around the club. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so you're going to walk around the club, but really it's going to be more of a prowl. It's Eck. like, ugh. <laughs> This is gross. He's like, and you're gonna make eye contact with people as you go around the club, and you're gonna make a few go a few times around. And I couldn't get this mental picture of my out of my head of this guy just walking in a circle around the perimeter of the nightclub, staring at people as he walks by, being like, "Fuck yeah, I'm a super sexy tiger prowling through the club." Wow. <laughs> and that was just the beginning of his amazing advice. Who goes to clubs anymore? <laughs> like, do people still do that? Um, probably people who have friends. Yes. Oh, wow, that makes me depressed, Simon. <laughs> yeah. See, I uh, I don't have friends, so I go to music festivals. Uh, and don't wear sunscreen. Yeah. Any of your story? I want to hear more about this pickup artist. <laughs> so uh, his strategy then, when you find the girl you want to pick up, you're gonna situate yourself about ten to fifteen feet away from her. And you're gonna and you're gonna stay there and not <laughs> and not go against her consent. <laughs> and you're going to um, angle yourself at a forty five degree angle with her, so you you're not out, you exactly out, like, protractor, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> so you're not exactly looking at her, but you're not totally parallel with her. You're gonna be at a forty five degree angle. Bring your protractor to the club. <laughs> That's the true secret that the pickup artists don't want you to know about is the protractor. And he was like, you're gonna talk to your boys, and then. You're going to look at this girl, and you're going to keep looking at her until she eventually looks back. And when she looks back, she is going to look away. I have a question. Question, what yes. What should I be talking about with the boys? Should I be, like, in the club, be like, hey, boys, have you listened to the two grown men sitting in a car crying Absolutely. podcast? I mean, I think it's common knowledge that 
talking about the two grown men sitting in the car crying podcast will 100% is the best way to get it will always get you laid 100% 100 of the time I get laid all the time and all I ever do is talk about the podcast dude we should become pickup artists all you gotta do is well okay fellas if you want to pick up ladies trust me you're getting this advice from a gay man so I definitely know everything there is to know about picking up ladies a guy who's been single for 22 years so I also know Uh, what you gotta do is you gotta walk up to this lady you just gotta be like hey girl I listen to the two grown men sitting in a crying pot. Her sitting pain. in a crying pot. <laughs> sitting in a crying pot. Yeah. And will drop right there. Yeah. So, that's, uh, now you know how to pick up girls' lines. So I you want, don't have I an want excuse you, for not having a girlfriend. I want you to visualize a dam breaking. You got that visual in your head? Yeah. That was what it would be going on inside of her panties. <laughs> Celine, now you have no excuse to not have a girlfriend. Sweet. Actually... To actually, the pickup artist guy, he never said he'll get a, get you a girlfriend. He said he'll get you a future ex-girlfriend. Which just tells you everything you need to know about this guy. I just threw yeah. in my mouth a little bit. Continue. <laughs> I want to hear more about this pickup artist. Is there uh, more to it? Well, I don't have much else to say about that one. But there's this whole, like, area. They call it social engineering. And it's this whole idea of coming Which, up with the oh, perfect strategy. You're an electrical strategy. engineer. Is that the same? Is that, is that similar? Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, anybody, any social engineers out there, just listen for a sec. And then you're not listening. a real, yeah, and you're not a real listening. engineer. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but speaking of an engineer slash social engineer, I found a YouTube channel because I wanted to know how engineers are supposed to dress because apparently looks are a big thing in the engineering community, even though we're all ugly nerds. Why? Uh, because we're all ugly nerds, so we need to use clothes to compensate. So I looked up this video about how to dress, and it came up with this engineer, social engineer guy was talking about how to dress for your first engineering job. And he was very specific about what you have to do. He's like, you have to wear a tie every single day, but it has to be a skinny tie. You can't wear a wide tie. I saw this guy at my office the other day wearing a wide tie, and he looked so stupid. He looked like he was wearing a pizza slice hanging from his neck. It's like, Jesus, dude, is someone's a little insecure can about please, their appearance. Can I please see a picture of this guy? Can you find this <laughs> yeah. video for me, please? Holy shit. I'll, I'll even play a clip from the video. Oh, my gosh. All right, here's the video. The guy's name is Jake Voorhees. Are you wondering how to dress as an engineer? Well, in this video, we're talking about three reasons why a style is important and five tips so that you can look as good as possible. The 1% Engineer Society. Hey, 1% Nation. That's the guy's I'm Jake Voorhees, and you are watching the 1% Engineer Show, where we empower young engineers to rise to the top 1% of their career. And empower young engineers by talking about how if you wear the wrong tie, you're you'll fucking stupid. We'll murder you. We will crucify you if you wear a fucking pizza around your neck. <laughs> No, I, fast so, move to the tie bit. I want to I hear it, dude. Okay. I want to hear it. I'm sorry. Tip number two. If you're going to wear a tie, it better be a skinny tie. Not like this one. Like this one. The other day, I saw someone wearing a tie, and he was looking okay, but it was this huge pizza-looking fat tie. And it was so silly because he was a short guy, and he was also pretty thin, so it just did not match his body type at all. Guys, the progressive trend is skinny tie. Go ahead and just Google what celebrities are wearing and look at what people are wearing in movies, men who actually know about fashion, who are progressive. Skinny tie is in, no different than shirts that fit, and later on when we Jeez. talk about how pants right. yeah. The channel where we empower young engineers by body shaming them. Yeah. 
I love engineering. So if any employers are listening to this, uh, absolutely please hire me. I'm a great outside of the box thinker and I can be a valuable asset to your company, but also I fucking hate engineers. You can use me as a, um, what's it called when they call? The reference. The reference. Thank you. I don't Enough? think I will. Why? <laughs> I don't Why? think you'd be the greatest reference Why? for an engineering firm. Why? Well, Mr. Trout, what is your experience with engineering that makes you a good reference? I have an engine in my car. <laughs> All right. Well, you're hired. We're hiring you. We're not hiring <laughs> that other guy. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much the same person at this point, Simon. <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's my little rant about pickup artists and social engineers and engineers in general. Speaking of earlier when you were talking about a lady that wanted you to write your fears. On the oh, questionnaire. yeah. Let me tell you about that. Okay, so I've talked about my really irrational, like, fear of bees on the podcast before. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about my irrational fear of monkeys? Your irrational fear of... No, you monkeys. haven't. Did you watch the show Malcolm in the Middle when you were a kid? Yeah. Do you remember the episode where the guy got, like, the helper monkey, and the helper monkey, like, went crazy and tried to kill him? I don't, but sure, we'll say okay, I saw well, that. that was an episode. Um, and when I watched that episode as a kid... Scared the crap out of me. Oh, I went yeah. back and I like rewatched the entire series a couple years ago as like an adult, mm-hmm. and I like wasn't scared of it. But like as a kid, it like traumatized me. And I oh, remember yeah. every night before I would when I would pray when I said my good night prayers, and I'd be like, God bless mommy and daddy and grandma and grandpa, and don't let a monkey break into my house and cut my skin <laughs> off. <laughs> oh my god, I was terrified of that. I don't know why. Probably because of like that, obviously, because. Yeah. I was a little boy and I was like, oh, little monkey. Yeah, I mean, when you're a little kid and you see a savage monkey trying to kill people on TV, that's understandable. But one thing, it's not like you had, like, I don't know, like a fear of buttons or something. Wow. What a what a tra- what a transition! Where what where could that have possibly come from, Simon? Definitely not us discussing what to talk about today before we started recording. Hey, I'm gonna make fun of my sister for a little bit, and I know you listen to this. My little sister, uh, growing up when she was a little kid, had a ir- incredible, like, my fears, like, were a little over the top, but they were, like, things linking back to it. They're like, okay, that's where they came from. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, to be scared of bees makes sense. To see yeah. this killer monkey on the TV and then be scared of monkeys for a while makes sense. She was scared of buttons. <laughs> to the point where if anybody bought her clothes and they had buttons on it, she would make them send it back. Oh, my God. It was the funniest thing ever. I don't know why. I've always been a very jumpy kid, easily startled, and even now I'm easily startled, but I think it all traces back to my seventh birthday when my aunt got me this little uh, this little wooden box, and I was like, oh cool, a little wooden box, I wonder what's inside. And the little box was rigged so that when you opened it, a little fake rubber lizard would jump out at you. It fucking horrified me. <laughs> I like threw it across the room. <laughs> And for years after that, anything, anytime I saw something remotely resembling a lizard, it would freak me out. <laughs> he watches Monsters, Inc. Randall comes up to you. Oh, God! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you know a movie I saw the other day that I was not, um, not pleased with? What movie? So, let me preface this by saying, I love, love, love the Insidious franchise. There's an Anne take that. I love the Insidious. Have you ever seen the Insidious movies? No. They're really good. Okay. They're horror films. Okay. You know, have you heard of them? I've never heard of horror films before. No, have you ever heard of Insidious? I've heard of it before. Okay. Um, I've never heard of horror films, but go on. So, 
Um, I, sorry, <laughs> dumb. I love because one thing I really like is I like horror films, but I don't like I don't like super gory stuff. So I don't really like Saw and stuff like right. that. I like things that like give me like suspenseful and like jump scares. Yeah. And Insidious is full of those. There's so many jump scares, and they like mm. the first. It doesn't work like after you. It only works like the first time you watch it. The second time you know they're all coming. The yeah. first time you watch it, it's like, oh, oh, oh god, oh jeez, I love it. But like I watched the last one, uh-huh. uh, recently the fourth one, Insidious, the last key. Terrible movie. Oh. Was not scared at all. And there was like one jump scare that actually got me. All the other ones had like four or five. And I think what also really annoyed me about that too was. The Insidious movies are so scary that I watched them as a grown man, and I was st- still, like, terrified for, like, weeks. This one, yeah. nothing. Yeah, one of my favorite ho- tropes with uh, advertising horror movies is when they're trying to be like, watch the scariest horror film in America. And they'll, like, have, like, night vision footage of, like, people watching it in the theater. And it's so obviously staged. Like, there's a jump scare. And they, like, throw their entire bucket of popcorn onto myself. <laughs> Imagine if the world really looked like that. Man, I sure am glad I spent $15 on this bucket of cheap popcorn. Oh, God. Oh, God. It jumped out of the screen. It's like he's, like, shaking it on himself. Oh, no. It's so spooky. It's probably the same people they hire for infomercials, which is a job I should start applying to. If engineering doesn't work out, I'm going to uh, be one of those people in oh, infomercials. Oh, no. I can't, I can't handle all these engineering job applications. Whoa. <laughs> Are you tired of spilling your resumes all over the floor and not getting a job because you're a dumb fuck? Well, if we got a product for you... It's called the shredder. (laughs) Just dump all of your resumes into the shredder and give up. Give up. Our new product, giving up. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about work? I haven't been working much lately because of the whole school thing, but sure. Hold on. I think I had something written in here. Nick Nicotine? Lane passing out. I want to know the story about Nick Nicotine. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Do you know the story behind Nick Nicotine? Do you remember? It's really dumb. Do you? It's nothing funny. Do you remember Nick from the show Jimmy Neutron? Yeah. You know, he was, like, super cool. Yeah. And whenever they, like, say nicotine, whenever they do, like, the whole dare program, and they were, like, cigarettes have nicotine, oh. nicotine in it, <laughs> I was, like, nicotine? Sounds like Nick. Nick is cool. Cigarettes are cool. Yeah. You want to hit mm. off my jewel, Lane? No, because I don't want to freaking... They banned those, remember? Because somebody died. Like, five people died. Yeah, but... I'm not... But, um... You know, when what does half a million people die from smoking cigarettes a year? You know, that that we just turn a blind eye to. But when the new technology... What does any of this mean? Okay, listen, I'm just going to read this up. Board game question mark. <laughs> okay. If you want to be my friend, edit. Edit. <laughs> well, clearly that's a, a song called If You Want to Be My Friend, and a DJ made an edit of it. This is If You Want to Be My Friend, edit. This one just says... Name three numbers. <laughs> All right, here we go. This 420, is... 69, and 666. We did it. We did the name three numbers oh, challenge. Oh, Tag oh five friends in the comments below to do the name three numbers okay, challenge. Okay, this one just says Lane passing out bathroom. I remember I passed out in a McDonald's. I did not pass out in the bathroom. 
Okay, well, tell me the story about passing out in McDonald's, because that sounds interesting. <laughs> so, um, when I was a wee lad, probably like 12 or 13. When I was a, a wee lad. Boy, I passed out in a McDonald's, ate too many nuggets. You need to stop before we get copy striked. Gerard Way just, like, snipes us. Oh, God, it's Gerard Way. Oh, <laughs> no. We'll carry on. Anyway, so, um, I... We went to McDonald's, and it was just, like, really... There's really not much to this story. It was just, like, really hot in there. And I remember, like, it was taking... Our order was, like, taking a while. And I was like, oh, so hot. And I went to go take off my coat because uh-huh. it was very warm. And my dad was just like, no, Lane, keep your coat on. We're leaving in, like, two minutes. Oh, my God. And Yeah. And then the next thing I knew, I was on the ground. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And they had to, like, take me to the hospital. And I was like, I think... Oh, my God. I was so so terrified of like needles like they literally like put me on like a gurney and like rolled me out of the walmart because the mcdonald's mcdonald's was inside of a walmart i could have walked i just wanted to ride on it i was like yeah dude i don't want to walk right now (laughs) i I, I like how you said i don't know there's not much of a story to this you know i just you know passed out from heat stroke at a mcdonald's and you had to get carried away on a gurney and ended up in the hospital you know like the entire like entire ambulance right there i was like Am I going to get a shot? <laughs> Are you just going to give me a shot? They're like, we don't know. I'm like, can I have some water? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was me when I was six and woke up in the middle of the night to find that I couldn't breathe. Because it was all those jewels that I was vaping when I was six. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the entire way to the hospital, I was thinking like, I really hope I don't get a shot. I mean, not being able to breathe sucks too, but I really hope I don't get a shot. Dude. I don't know why I was so terrified of needles, dude. You're a kid. It's a painful thing. Every kid's terrified of needles. Yeah, but, like, even, like, now, like, a little bit, like, whenever I go to the doctor's office and, like, they bring out the needle, I'm like, I think that's just and then, like, most they, people. And then they do it, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I think that's just most people. Did I tell you about... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I don't have anything. Did I tell you about when I almost died when I was four? No, the Jesus. Whole, the whole throat thing. Oh my God, no. This is a wild ride. Okay. Okay, so you know how like in your body um, there's acorns? Yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, so you know how like your, like your throat and your nasal and your ear patches are like all connected yeah. inside, of your, inside of your head? So I like a really bad ear infection. Okay. That, um, like spread to my throat. Oh and, God! Like, I couldn't like breathe properly because Holy of shit. it. Like I got to the point where like I couldn't even turn my neck. Like if anybody was like Lane, instead of you're not gonna be able to see this visual audio listeners, but instead of turning my head like this, I'd have to turn my entire body and be like Jesus. Yes. H- hello, I am four and I am talking like this. <laughs> so, um. So, yeah, that happened, and they eventually, like, took me to the hospital, and they operated on me. Pretty much, they just, like, they put me down under because I was four. If uh-huh. this would have happened now, they would have kept me awake, but because I was four, they had to put me under. Yeah. And they just, like, shoved a tube down my throat and just, like, Jesus. And just, like drained it. But what's really scary about this entire thing is the doctor told my parents, you ready for this? What? They told my parents, had I come in a day later, I would have been dead. Oh my god. Yeah, so. It's horrifying. Welcome to my comedy podcast. Yeah, comedy so podcast, everybody. Close, so close. 
this um, podcast absolutely never gets too dark. No, it's I mean, a podcast like, that you can listen to with your church friends, with your young children, uh, just anybody. Plays our, at a our funeral. Our target demographic of this podcast is literally every person on earth. Mm-hmm. Not even just the English speakers, but every person. Speaking of English speakers, um, mm-hmm. we were talking about the whole doing follow for follow thing on Instagram. Yeah. So... I did a thing for, like, a week where I would go to the hashtag follow for follow and then follow everyone there. Okay. And that worked really well until I realized that everyone there is, like, Korean. Oh. And I was like, well, that's not really going to help me in the long run. Because literally, like, every single post was just... I don't know if it was Korean or Chinese or Japanese because I don't... I can't tell the difference because I'm not... Fucking racist. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not bilingual. I know. We're driving around now, guys. Is that yeah. Simon? I'm okay with that. Cool. So yeah, that was a thing. Um, so yeah, speaking of being a little kid, did I ever tell you about... I was a little kid once. Really? Yeah. My parents told me they were kids. Do you believe that? Actually, I'm sorry. I was lying. I actually just came out of my mom's womb six foot four. Did you fucking kill her, dude? Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, I was a C-section, so <laughs> what are you going to do when you have a six foot four baby? Just push it out. <gasps> oh, I have another. I have more stories to tell. So, do you remember on the last episode when I talked about uh, my friend and his weird grandma's legs? Yeah. So, there's another story about him. Oh God. Um, his name was Colin. Or Kim. Okay. Or, or motorcycles. Don't forget to wear a helmet, guys. Anyway, so, um. Ooh, I can't focus. He, we were like friends when we were like 15. Okay. And he told me that he met this girl on the PlayStation like network, like the online PlayStation <laughs> thing. She goes to another school, okay? Dude, she was from New York. And he showed me a picture of this girl. Absolute fucking babe, like 22, like oh. babe. Obviously, oh. a cat, a catfish. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. I'm creeped like, out. I guarantee you, I could have like gone onto Google and been like, hot, hot, hot brunette, uh, big boobs, and I would have found like a picture. Yeah. But he told me, he like he was obviously lying. He's like, no, dude, like I've like skyped her and I like I Facetimed her and she's like driven down here and like spent time with me. I was like, okay, buddy, whatever. And then I think what was really funny is he went like four or five months without talking about her and finally I was just like hey whatever happened to I don't remember what her name was let's just say Ashley that's a good cat I mean it's not like this is a real person with a real name yeah I was like whatever happened to Ashley you ready for this you ready for this nonsense he told me what did he tell you he told me that she was in a car crash and lost all her memories about him. Oh my god. <laughs> but we're starting to remember him and wanted to get back together. Oh my god. I'm like, oh my What if there was a real Ashley who was uh, 22-year-old attractive women talking to 15-year-olds over the internet? <laughs> dude, dude I, speaking of it, I saw the funniest thing the other day. It was, It's an old meme, but it's a news article talking about how this, this woman sent her nudes to a 10-year-old boy. Oh, yikes. And her, listen, in her Taekwondo class, like, she was an instructor and she sent it to one of the students and the, the little 10-year-old boy responded with, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I was like, that's savage, dude. That, yeah. Well, Are you gonna, was there something else you were going to say? Uh, one time, I was at Colin's house and his mom made mac and cheese 
and you know how okay. like, you know how like you pour like a little bit of milk in the mac and cheese when you make it yeah like butter yeah she poured like half a gallon in oh jesus and it was like fucking soup it was oh. like mac and cheese like cereal that's disgusting it was so gross and colin said it was oh. that's how he ate that's how he sounded that's <laughs> what good pussy sounds like <laughs> milky mac and cheese and i was just like Fuck. And the worst part is they like put it on like she put it on like paper plates and it was like seeping through. And oh! Was, and I was just like, you want you want you want mac and cheese, Colin? I don't. This is I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat this. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate that so much. That's uh, <laughs> what good pussy smells like. <laughs> good pussy smells like the heat coming out the back of your PS4. Smells like the heat the fuck is going on with your PS4? Oh, sp- speaking of work, um, you know one thing I really hate is when I, like, try to, like, make a conversation with the customer uh-huh. and I'm just like, so you're doing anything fun this weekend? They just go, yep. <laughs> I say, okay. I mean, that would be me. You're gonna tell me? No. Did I tell you about the one time I, um, because our job is, like, very adamant. I'm just like, connect to the customers oh, yeah. talk to them I was having like a conversation with this guy and I was like so uh, what do you go to this weekend he's just like um work and I was like oh that's, that's cool what do you work he's like why I'm just like I'm not gonna come murder you dude I'm just like doing my job I don't give it yeah. I don't care about you I don't care about where you work I don't care about you you could fucking Take pull this- out of this drive through and die in a car accident for all I Yeah, care. dude. Honestly, I wish you would die right here, right now, so that we could close <laughs> oh, down God. the drive through and my job would be easier. Jesus. You. Jesus, I say, as the large mega church comes hey, to you. That's Victory Family Church. I know. I've Shout out right. my homies. Are any of my church boys are listening right now? Um, Shout out to my church homies who just heard me say that I wish a person died in our drive-thru. Yes, um, but I hope they. As long as he was saved, it's fine. But I hope he goes to heaven, though, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, heaven does sound a lot better than earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell sounds a lot better than earth too. Anyway, um, speaking of um, heaven, Mm -hmm. um, everybody go to Victory Family Church. So that you don't die and go to H E L L double hockey sticks. Do, 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 do you know what they what they do in hell? In hell, they don't let you listen to the two grown men sitting in a car crying. Oh God! Lay, <laughs> we have to go to church right now. Yeah, <laughs> we're just driving to that church. Don't even get out of the car. Just drive the car through the wall. Straight through. Can we one salvation, please? <laughs> drive through church. <laughs> go to the first window. Pick up your. Uh, <laughs> Give your tithe and pick up your Ten communion wine. <laughs> then at the window, you can get your complimentary baptism. It's just like you just pull up and just like there's like a pastor just like pouring buckets of water on people. Like in their car, just like... I mean, if they can do drive through weddings in Vegas, why can't they do drive through church? Dude, honestly, I'm going to pitch this to our pastor. Like, listen, buddy, you've got to get those numbers up. How many people did you save this year? Over a thousand? Those are rookie numbers, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I've never driven past the church before. I came up because I want to know what's back here. Oh, what do you know? More businesses. You don't know what's back here? I don't think so. If you keep going here, you just end up in Chilionople. Which hopefully isn't flooded. Speaking of uh, Cillian Opal, Cillian rhymes with alien. 
the Area 51 raid happened yesterday. Oh my god, so that ended up, like, that honestly looked like a fun time. Honestly, I'm kind of mad I didn't go. I knew, I knew it wasn't going to be, like, an actual raid, right? Oh yeah, obviously. But, like, part of me was, like, part of me was kind of, like, thinking, like, the guy that did it was, like, because he was, like, don't do it, I don't want anybody dying. He was probably, like, super nervous about the entire thing. Oh, that. probably. But, like, it just became, like, a big party, like, festival. Yeah, it's, it turned out so wholesome. Yeah. And I hope they Like, yeah, nobody actually tried to make the raid, but, you know, they had a bunch of people go out and party in the middle of the desert, like a second Burning Man. And I hope they do it again next year. Yeah, they should make it an annual thing, the annual Area 51 raid. Until finally, like, it gets to the point where, like, Area 51 just, like, lets their guard down, and that's when we get them. <laughs> yeah, probably. Did you see the video of the Naruto runner on the news? Yeah. That was so <laughs> funny. I just can't imagine, like, imagine being one of those Area 51 guards who's, like, you, you keep, you've been being told for months that people are going to try and storm the place that you work and you need to be prepared. And then you show up and it's just a bunch of nerds. I mean, costumes. I'm pretty sure that's, like, what they expected. Probably. I'd like to imagine there was at least one Area 51 guard who took it super seriously and was like, I'm going to be a hero when someone tries to storm and it's like, I bravely stop them. And then he shows up and it's like, oh, it's a bunch of nerds. Yeah, so next time, maybe they'll listen and actually get to find out what's in Area 51. Yes. Like my girlfriend who goes to another school. Like Ashley. I bet Ashley's in Area dude, 51. Dude, with all her memories from the car crash. <laughs> Uh, that was a really mean joke. <laughs> but actually, no, it's not, because she's not yeah, real. Exactly. This happened. What am I talking about? Ashley is some 40-year-old pedophile trying to get kids on PSN or whatever. P oh, yeah, PSN. PS4, you fucking <laughs> idiot. How do I get out of here? Uh, I don't fucking know. Fuck this time. We're stuck. We could go and get some discounted flooring from flooring discounters. What about... Uh, barrel for just minutes away. Is that pronounced barrel or is that like viral? It's barrel. Okay. I know we can go to Erie. That's only a few hours away. We have time. I don't work until three. <laughs> and we're going to pull into this parking lot. And oh, wait. Before we stop, though, do we want to do an episode, uh, segment of what's in Lane's car? I think we need to pull into this dilapidated, shady looking building and, uh, see what's in Lane's car and hopefully not get murdered by a crackhead in Lane's car yeah you know all those crackheads that are in Cranberry Pennsylvania see first thing I noticed is some very old fries and also a bunch of coat hangers yeah I bought hangers the other day because I don't have enough hangers on my shirts I see mm -hmm. uh these LED headlights yeah <laughs> we Five, mentioned last time uh a lot of coins, like holy shit! Mm -hmm. You need to like go to one of those coin star machines or something. No. Uh, a comb that should probably not be used because it's been on the floor for God knows how yeah, long. Yeah, don't use that. Anything in the back seat? Uh, a shoebox that says Brooks. Uh, stick of Old Spice deodorant. Lane, you should have put more junk in your car so we would have more content for this. There's a beanie. I haven't cleaned out my car the other day, but it was 90% just There's fast food bags. There's an old pink towel that I'm scared to touch. It's mushrooms going out of it. <laughs> Alright, so this has been a great episode of <laughs> two grown men sitting in a car crying. Really glad that I got to record because I've been in school. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. 
Uh, we are going to hopefully not get murdered by whatever person is living in this creepy building that we're in the parking lot of. Have a great day, everyone. Lane, do you have something you want to say? Uh, go follow me on Instagram. Okay. We love all of you. Thanks. Listen, share with your friends. Yeah, otherwise we won't love you. Okay, bye. You have two stage messages. Stage message. Lane Trout, this is Roddy Gibbs. You just followed me, and this is the first time I've ever seen a call button on Instagram. So I wasn't really going to leave a message. Uh, to be honest, at this time of night, I'm not sure why I called. But I think this could be exciting. I listened to a little bit of your podcast tonight, and I do, in fact, find at least two of you really fucking funny. And I'm nobody special, but... Uh, I can be a pissant and tell people when they're not funny. Not the case with you. I've dragged on this long. I hope you play it on your show. You're welcome to do that if you would like. Um, don't worry about any, like, legal ramifications or whatever the fuck the kids worry about these days. <laughs> not that you're a kid. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Definitely going to follow back. I called before I followed back. This is one of the longest voicemails I've ever left. I hope you enjoy this like a fraction of how much I've enjoyed it. Thanks, Lane. Talk soon, hopefully. Bye.